Hey, this is Elliot Einhorn. Welcome to the TalkHouse podcast. Today I'm joined by... Nick Dawson, Editor-in-Chief of TalkHouse Film. Now, Nick, you are out at the Tacoma Film Festival as we speak. I'm indeed. I love this film festival. I'm here on the jury. I'm, I'm currently in a hotel room, living the glamorous life, hoping that I push the right button so that we're actually recording this. <laughs> well, Nick, thank you for taking a moment away from judging films to talk about this really exciting episode. Today we have Edgar Wright in conversation with the one, the only, Jackie Chan. Yeah, this was kind of awesome. Jackie Chan has a new movie out, The Foreigner, which is a continuation of the vast variety of films that he's made. This is like him in serious action mode. But of course, these guys are both people who are known for their fun and funny genre movies. One of the reasons that this was such a, a, an awesome pairing, you know, I'd, I've been trying to get Edgar on the podcast forever and, and Jackie Chan I've loved forever. These guys are meant to sit down to talk to each other and that's what we did for this podcast. They really are. Now, how did this come together, Nick? As I understand it, they have a, a mutual friend in common in the industry. Right. Uh, both of them have worked extensively with this legendary stunt coordinator called Brad Allen. And he'd worked with Jackie since he, like his early 20s, around the time that Jackie Chan actually broke through sort of as a, a major Hollywood star. And Edgar has worked with him both as a stunt coordinator and second unit director uh, on a couple of movies, Scott Pilgrim and The World's End. You mentioned The World's End. That's part of the Three Flavors Cornetto trilogy, which is comprised of Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End, made with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah, Simon and, and Nick have worked with Edgar basically from the very start when they worked on, on space together on TV. And then, you know, Shaun of the Dead just like made Edgar and, and both those guys just massive stars. and uh, Rightfully so. Absolutely. And, you know, for anybody who hasn't seen Spaced or hasn't seen any of those films, you know, definitely go check them out. But also, you know, Edgar's work outside of that, both Scott Pilgrim and his most recent movie, Baby Driver, which came out in the summer, are phenomenal as well. Baby Driver, if you can still catch it in theaters, is quite an experience. As is, of course everything that you could ever see by Jackie Chan. It really is. Now, Jackie Chan, of course, comes out of the legendary Hong Kong action movie scene, dips his toe in Hollywood, doesn't take right away, goes back to Hong Kong, and then in the 90s returns and really becomes a huge star in Hollywood. Completely. I mean, after his early experiences in Hollywood in the 80s, which were not particularly positive, he went back and, and basically decided to make movies his way back in Hong Kong, not only starring in them, but also directing them and, and sort of redefine the way that action movie fans thought about that work. But he only broke through sort of on his own terms in the 90s. He talks about how Rumble in the Bronx was a film that he made really for an Asian audience, but just because he was doing it his way, it, he broke through. And then after that, obviously the Rush Hour movies, Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights, and everything through to Karate Kid and most recently The, the Foreigner, which is now in, in theaters or about to be, he has become a star on his terms in Western cinema. He really has. Of course, growing up with these movies, it was so amazing to watch Jackie Chan do his own stunts. Here's the guy jumping off of a building to catch on to the ladder hanging from a helicopter that's a thousand feet above the ground. He's actually doing this. He's jumping through glass windows. I mean, this guy has broken almost every bone in his body. He's got a plastic plug in his skull from, from all the stunts he's done. But here's the thing. As he says in this talk, He's an actor who can fight, not a fighter who can act. Yeah, he's tried to model himself in the latter parts of his career on people like Clint Eastwood, Dustin Hoffman, Robert De Niro, and, and really 
highlight his acting chops rather than just being dependent on his fighting skills. I mean, he is somebody with the most incredible screen presence and personality. The Foreigner, his new film, is really, like, he plays a very sort of low-key character. And this is about brooding Jackie Chan, not laughing Jackie Chan. And he has that range that he's developed over the years. Right. And that comes up a little bit in this talk, Nick. I love that we hear about Jackie Chan's early days in the Peking Opera School. Right. And and all the things that he learned and sort of the way that he has studied, you know, Buster Keaton and Harold Lloyd. And it's funny because uh, Edgar describes him as like martial arts Buster Keaton or martial arts Gene Kelly. He ha- right, has this right. incredible grace to him as well. And of course, another thing they touch on, is, you know, when we're talking about the Hollywood stuff is like the disconnect between the way he does things and Hollywood does things. And, and he has really funny stories about like being on set with James Cameron and watching the way that he worked. So fascinating. You really realize that compared to Hong Kong in Hollywood, time is money. Yeah, and he, he has great stories about shooting these incredible sort of like mind-bogglingly dangerous stunts and just, you know, uh, light's wrong. I'm going to go have a nap, come back tomorrow. Literally have a nap. <laughs> and then stories of getting freaked out by potential ghosts of dead policemen while shooting Robbie Hood and, and his special Oscar last year at the Academy Awards. So many things they touch upon. Should we roll the tape? Let's roll the tape. It's such a pleasure to meet you. I've nice to meet you. I've been such a, a huge fan for so many years. I thought I can meet you in and Beijing. Then it, yeah, I know, and then the dates changed. I was there, but the, the week that I was coming, we were going to meet, then they had to switch our release dates to a week earlier. Now I was sad to not see you, and that was my first time in Beijing as well. How was the Beijing like? It was great, yeah. and it was the first of my movies ever to get a release in Beijing as well, so it was like thrilling for me. Um, but it was great. I had a great time. I hope you like it. Next time you should come to Beijing, uh, Shanghai again. Oh yeah, I'd love to. Let's um, do it. Yeah, yeah. I've just made. I'm just gonna be a fanboy, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I was funny. I was uh, the first time I became aware of you was when I was like maybe when I was ten. I saw Cannibal Run. You know, as most Western audiences. And then later, maybe like five years later, uh, you did a program in the UK, the Incredibly Strange Film Show with Jonathan Ross. Like it was like 1989 and they did a whole like hour on you. It was when you were making Miracles. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. And that show, which was so full of clips of all of the films, it just blew my head off. And at that, at that point then, when I was about 15, then I like watched all of them on video. And then it was like Police Story, Project A, mm. you know, Dragons Forever. Um, you know, so... And, and you know, and what's interesting, I just rewatched that documentary because I found it online, and uh, I'd seen it many times. And one interesting thing that you you said in the documentary in 1989 is you said that uh, I think maybe in three years I'll retire. Yeah. <laughs> so that that decision changed. Uh, I don't know why. You know, like when I was 40, I think I probably retire soon. Then somehow I have a suddenly get into an American market. Yeah. Yeah, the rush hour. Uh, then Shanghai noon, Shanghai night. Then I go to Hong Kong, then I think probably retire soon. Then boom, now I have a China market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then China market is uh, so big. Then it uh, makes me so busy. Now I don't know when I'm going to retire. <laughs> because I was planning, okay, I'm not going to do an action star anymore. I want to show audience I'm an actor. So I've been planning to do so many different things like... 
Dragon Blade, Rabbit Hood, uh, Little Big Soldier. Slowly, slowly, for the I spent twenty years to let the audience slowly accept me, not only action. Yeah. Then like Karate Kid, oh, and Karate Kid, they said, "Why, uh, Jackie, you, you're such so old, and you're not fighting anymore. You let Jaden fight all the fight, fighting. Even at the end, I fight with the bad guy. They cut it." Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, after Jaden fight, I have to suppose I fight with the master, and somehow they cut cut out the whole scene. But the movie comes out. They accepted the audience. Wow, you're a great actor. Then slowly my confidence coming. Then I, 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 I find find some other good script. Suddenly I find out uh, the foreigner because all those years in, in I've been refused so many script. The, all the script also from police from Hong Kong, police from China, CIA yeah. from Hong Kong, CIA from China, and uh, Jackie team up with another. Black star. I yeah. said no. No matter how, I only stay with a Chris Tucker. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Yeah. And even they they said, okay, rush hour. We cannot come up with a good idea. Let's do something beside rush hour, like some uh, some other things with Chris Tucker. I said no. No matter what we do, the people think we're rush hour. We have to to do the rush hour because uh, for the last seven years. We have so many drafts. We don't like it. There's a script doesn't doesn't write. Then the f- drug ma- mafia and and uh, fake money. I'm tired of these kind of things. So finally, I got the, the foreigner. I said yes, I I should try it. You know, uh, such a totally different. Uh, To to my some other movies. Well, isn't it, uh, like, uh, you, you haven't know, seen the movie yet. No, right? I haven't. But I, I'm I'm a big fan of Martin Campbell, and I've worked with Pierce Brosnan before as well. So uh, I'm excited to see it. And and it's interesting, even just from seeing what I've seen of it so far and what I've read about it. You know, the audiences over here in the states will um, it will be a surprise to you doing this thing. But like you said. You've been building up to this for a while, even like back to like New Police Story. Yeah. It was kind of the start of like a grittier kind of like more sort of like dramatic, more sort of adult, um, you know, performances. So it's interesting that, like you said, you've been building up to this for a while. Because I know the action star, the life is so short. Yeah, yeah. You look at the history, the around the world, Japan, back Thai, the. Oh, and around the world, all the action star. How many left? Not many, but as a star, forever, like Clint Eastwood, Robert De Niro, Dustin Hoffman, they're still in acting. They don't have to fight. Then they pretend fight. Okay, they can use a double. They can use a special effect. There's so many things, but most important is acting. Then I said, yes, I want to be a actor. I want to establish. Let the audience know Jackie is a star act actor who can fight. It's not the fighter who can act. Yeah, yeah. So I've been trying so hard for the tw- last twenty years. But what's interesting is that I think you know when I think about you, and I remember like Brad Allen, who's a friend of both of us, like who I've has been a stunt coordinator on my films twice and second unit director. I remember I'd ask him sometimes about what new films were coming through, and I remember one time I said to him like. I said, "So who's the new Jackie Chan?" And we both sort of said, 
there is no new Jackie Chan. <laughs> it's like, so I think the thing that you have, like, sort of, I think one of the reasons that, like, your career has been so incredible is because, I mean, I know you say that and you're being too modest by saying you're, a, a, like, a fighter who can act. I think you've always been an actor, like, because the thing that you bring from your early films all the way through is you have a charisma and personality that so many action stars do not. And a lot of other kind of action stars who try to break through the rest of the world don't have the charisma and don't have the dramatic chops. So I think you're being too modest. I think you've always I, been a great actor. I, I just don't know why <laughs> I'm different than some other people. I just be myself. Yeah. Uh, I do the real things. I do the things I really can do. If I cannot do it, I just not cannot do it. And of course, I, I, I know you use a special effect and computer graphics. It's more easier. The easy way, everybody can do it. Yeah. I can make you a superhero, superwoman. Yeah. But I want a special. I'm not, I don't want to be a number one. I want to be, what, yet? Unique. Unique. Oh, yeah, I want to be a unique. So this why, okay, when I, what, what's my age? What kind of action I'm, I'm going to do? I do the real things on the, uh, on the screen because in Hollywood, the technology is so good. And I cannot complain with um, American st- uh, the, the technology. I just do the normal, stupid, <laughs> cheap, no, cheap, traditional movie way. Yeah. Yeah, just use uh, the, the traditional the things to make a movie. Then somehow I realized, wow, the audience, they like it. Yeah. Except now, uh, even now, the technology is so good. Oh, Jackie Chan. Yeah, Jackie Chan movie is different. I don't think they like to watch me to doing a Superman or, or Batman or Spider-Man. No, and people, I think, even if people don't understand special effects, people understand when they're watching something real. And I think that's always the thing. You know, there's been recently, like, a lot of people look to your work because, you know, especially in like a, a lot of your films when you start directing like you can shoot kind of in a wide shot and hold a wide shot because you can do the stunts like in hollywood movies when an actor has got a double you know and sometimes like you'll see an action scene with a something that's got 15 cuts in it whereas in one of your films it's one shot and i always thought it was interesting and i know you've always talked about this a lot is that one of the things that make you unique is that right from the start is you know, when people would say to me, if I was like, when I was like younger and I was trying to explain to somebody who Jackie Chan was, and I say, oh, have you seen Jackie Chan? He's like sort of martial arts Gene Kelly. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like martial arts Buster Keaton, or he's like martial arts Fred Astaire. It's like the sort of the Fred Astaire of, of Kung Fu. And I always think that there's something that you, probably from your peaking opera days, there was a sort of a not that you've ever made a musical, but you always like brought elements of like that kind of like, that was always an inspiration to you, wasn't it? I think because I don't have a really good education. I didn't never go to the director's school, art school, never. I start in, March, uh, in the opera school. My opera school is a different. We are, we're learning opera, we're learning martial art. Yeah. We're learning uh, gymnastics. We learn so many things because the China Revolution. There's so many people escaped to China, uh, Hong Kong. They know nowhere to stay. Then my master, okay, they accept them. Okay, you stay here for the, where we want to go. We want to go to America. We want to go to Australia. Okay, you stay here for a few months. See what happened. So in the three months, our master paid the teacher just a little bit money. Then what skill you have? 
I know some gymnastic. Okay, teach. We learn so many different things. Yeah. Sometimes it's a tough, but now I'm glad I learned so many different things. Sometimes you 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 study jiu-jitsu, you just jiu-jitsu. So how we start karate, hapkido, judo, boxing, and gymnastics, singing, all kinds of things. Then after that, I know in my mind, I don't have enough knowledge. I don't have enough mm. knowledge. So this is why I learn. I watch TV. I watch uh, Buster Keaton, Harry Lloyd. I watch so many things. Then when everybody do drunken master, after a drunken master success, yeah, so many people doing a drunken sister, drunken, <laughs> drunken uh, father. Then okay, I make police story. Oh yeah. Then everybody make police story. Okay, then I better make project A. I just always want to find a new role. I want to on the top. I want every in China, in Hong Kong, in Asia, everybody follow my step. So in Asia, everybody watch what Jackie Chan doing. When I do a police, boom, success, everybody make police. Then I, go, I, I suddenly go to make project. Then when they follow me like this, I go this way. Yeah. Then I find out everybody do the same style. Ba, 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 ba. Okay, no, I change. I change the real fight. Bam, 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 bam. And everybody learn, learn from me real fight. Okay, I change to do a stunt. Then everybody do a stunt. Okay, I risk my life to do a real stunt. Nobody follow me. <laughs> then nobody follow me. Then I becoming a unique. Then I, I, all those years, I just follow my dream, just do the same thing, because I don't have time to learn English, read English, to learn technology. No, I don't have time. I'm 63 now. The young young generation, good. See, look at the young generation. They can use an iPhone editing. They can use so many things. They, they, they can buy so many machines. They put it together to make a movie. I don't. So... I stay what the stupid way to make Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> but I come to US to learn from some other. I'm, of course, I, I hope I can make a movie with uh, James Cameron, or uh, uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, uh, George Lucas. Then on the set, I really can learn what the hell is this going on. When I visit uh, James Cameron, the, the set, I just like a kindergarten kid. Yeah. What are they, <laughs> what are they doing? The 300 camera on the top. And the, the James Cameron tell, uh, tell me, oh, Jackie, look at this. Ah, oh, you know. Then I pretend, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, this, this, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I said, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I don't know nothing. I know this. I just, wow. I just, what, what happened today? I, when I'm making a film, I use a, a, a heavy camera, mm. a big camera, then, then 2C, then BL3, BL4, slowly, slowly. Now the camera coming like this. Then GoPro just like shit like this. Different. Wow, the world is different now. Well, you've, there's been a couple of times when, um, and I think that the great thing is over the years, like you've had so much, you've had success on your own terms like throughout and I thought one of the most interesting things was after you had first gone to Hollywood and with like Battle Creek Brawl and Cannibal Run which were not kind of like so happy experiences for you then when you came back to Hong Kong you took rather than you know go back with your tail between your legs then to come back and start directing and like to have like Police Story and Project A it was like you had come back from your sort of Holly, your first Hollywood adventure 
and then come back with a vengeance. Like, because those movies are then sort of like so ambitious and so ferocious. And, you know, I remember the first time I saw Police Story, the whole of the, like, the mall kind of like climaxes still to this day. Still, yeah. like thirty years later, it's still one of the best action sequences ever. Because you know? in, that, in that time, I remember in the old day, whatever I hear, America is wow, America, mm. American director. But you can I'm, do it cooler. Yeah, <laughs> American writer, American stunt coordinator. For for us, it's like a bible in American film. So somehow I'm, I'm, I come to America and I look at the American director. What are they filming? Even they do a stupid way, then I still think, wow, oh, that's the way how to make a movie. But slow- I think you switched it around. Slowly, slowly, I realized, no, it's wrong. <laughs> why are they doing this? And why, why are they doing, doing action sequence for 25 uh, the frame? It's wrong. Then later on, he asked me, usually, uh, Jackie, what are you doing? I know the director is called Glickenhouse. Glick- yeah. The protector director, yeah. James Glickenhaus, yeah. Then I, wow, young director. He's, <laughs> then he, he do a 25 flame to for action sequence. He do the master shot from the beginning, fight to the end. Jackie, I said, what? You fight. I said, I open the door, fight till the end. The whole shot? Yes. <laughs> I guess, how can you do this kind of... And he used a 25 frame. I said, no. Sometimes you, sometimes tight shot, you're 24, wide shot, 22. Uh, you know, we have, I just, okay. Then after the movie comes out, just terrible. Didn't you reshoot so some this of that stuff I, yourself, yes, right? Yeah. I go back. <laughs> then I reshoot the whole thing. <laughs> without him. <laughs> yeah, without him. <laughs> then I said, I show you. I, I make police story. I just want to show him. I yeah. show you how I make police story, how I make this kind of movie. That's how, I'm, I really I thank you him. Without him, I, I, I might not just, okay. No, I think that's the thing is you took your frustrations. I think you changed what you were saying is back then people would say, oh, Hollywood, oh, America. But then I think you were the start of the shift. Like in terms of your films throughout the 80s and 90s and also like, you know, uh, John Woo, who you worked with yeah. as well. I think then people were watching these films and even I as a fan, when I was a, a kid, I would say, why do the Hong Kong films look so much better than the American ones? What's happening here? Like sort of, and so you'd start to analyze what it is and then part of it, even even before I was a director and I understood, I would look at it and say, oh, I understand. It's because Jackie can do the stunts, everything's in wide shots because they can be. Because, I mean, I, I think because we don't have that ma- many rules. Yeah. In America, there's so many rules. I remember in, 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 in when I'm filming in Hollywood, then when I try to move the table, no, cannot touch. <laughs> you, you cannot touch. They have to ask the prop guys coming. Yeah. No, well, I, I cannot finish today. I finish tomorrow. If I, not, I cannot finish tomorrow, I finish 10 days. Like Drunken Master, the end of the like only six or 10 minute fighting. Three months. Yeah. You no way you can do it in the US. Sometimes you're making American film, you just find out, oh, on day, on budget and schedule, that's a good. I said, no, it's wrong. We want to make a good movie. Yeah. We're not just make a movie. Now I find out in, I, I, I make so many American movies. On the set, I'm frustrated. They just want to, on budget, on day, good. Dialogue, two days, 
fighting sequence half days. <laughs> I know. Well, that's this, always the thing. This I, drives you crazy. Yeah, and in fact, you know, when I worked with Brad, that was something. When I worked with him, we would try and like make sure that we had the time to do the action. But you know, like you you can't do a fight scene in half a day, you know. And then when you talk to producers about it over here, it's like. Watch this, like, watch this Jackie Chan scene. This took 10 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Know, like. <laughs> I said, easy. Okay, let's say in this room, we fight in this room. I can spend a month. Why? Because I break the window, break the TV. I fight on the roof. Then I jump to the, I slide to the pool. Then I jump down. Okay? Before rehearsal, American director put it, oh, good, good, good. Wow, good. By the time coming, no, Jackie, we, we don't have time. I'm just easy. One punch, turn around, open the door, run. Go, yeah, yeah. finish. One hour. If I break the window, <laughs> go outside. One day, just one shot for one stunt. So, but in Hong Kong, we just do that. Okay, we, the whole team, we stand here just to set up the one shot. We're not good, raining, wait for the next day, do it again. Yeah. You, you know, you know me so well. Of course, you know the the project uh, project A jump of the clock tower. Yeah, seven days one shot. Yeah, no way you can do it in US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven days, the whole team, four camera, just sitting there like this, <laughs> and fooling around because I'm scared. I'm gonna die. I, every time I get up, I just uh, how's the uh, the sunlight? Nah, uh, top light not good. Okay, lunchtime. After lunchtime, how's the sunlight? After lunchtime, I'm going to sleep. After <laughs> sleep, how's the, oh, too yellow. Okay, tomorrow. You just have, just go a reason. No way you can do a US. Brad, Brad told me that when you, um, when you were uh, like setting up for a stunt, is that if you were ready to go, you wanted, he would always yes. say that you say, we go now. Yes. Because you didn't want to like think about it too much. You know, when you're ready to go, you got to do the stunt. Because the old day, the, the bad experience is, I going upstairs to watch downstairs, set up this, set up this. Change the lens. Yeah, they change the lens. <laughs> to the whole thing just by yourself. Yeah. You had so many thoughts. And I'm gonna die. <laughs> I might break my hair. You, you think too much. So later on, I just let somebody going up to set up all the Apple box and say things. Let's do it. Okay, you go up, you look, rolling. You don't think. Yeah. Otherwise, you sit there like Robin Hood. I was in the old police station on the top. I have to jump from the air condition, air condition, air condition, air condition, air condition for one shot. I was sitting there. <laughs> they, they, the, the, the safety is the whole building. They put the apple box like this. If something wrong, I drop in the house, uh, the, the apple box. By the time the camera movement, they move the apple box back. So that's that's the only safety. Yeah. When they move, I sit there just like this. There's so many rumors. Uh, the 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 old police doors, the uh, police suicide get killed. They, they have a ghost. This kind of thing. So they they shut down, and they so they let us to do the whole thing. Then I sit there. Watch behind the uh, opposite the, the building, the window, the wind blows. And I look down, the people walking. I said, wow, now middle of the night, probably there's a ghost. They want to take my life and he can <laughs> becoming a, a baby. Then suddenly there's a prop guy crossing by in, <laughs> in the hallway. 
<laughs> I was so shocked, you know? So this why, for, for now, uh, future, and when I'm doing a stunt, I never sit upstairs. You sit there by yourself, or you too many things to th think about. You go down, fooling around, bullshit, uh, have a coffee, then, then uh, get ready, get ready. Okay, you go up, you look. Ah, oh, okay, oh, roll, rolling. You just do it. <laughs> One of the other things that I think was extraordinary is that even though I, I think, you know, like people point to rush hour as a real sort of breakthrough moment, which of course it was, a couple of years before that, I think what's even more extraordinary is that Rumble in the Bronx, a Hong Kong film, was the first Hong Kong film at number one in the States. And I remember when that film came out, and I saw, I saw that in London, like at the Prince Charles Cinema, and the audience just went crazy. And then like a couple of months later, it was number one in the States. I mean, you've had so much success over the years, but to have that success on your own terms, to have gone back after The Protector, had so much success in so many amazing films, but then have a Hong Kong film at number one must have been incredible. All those years, what I learned from myself, don't, whatever you do, don't aim for something. Before I come to America, learn English, I want to get in the American market. I stay in America, I stay in the LA, Westwood Market for two years, just learning A, B, C, D, how are you, good morning. <laughs> uh, then, <laughs> making a film, mm. uh, Big Broad doesn't work, uh, then my company doesn't work, it doesn't matter, we make, we make another cannibal run. We use a, a huge big star, Jackie, you're in it. And I hope somebody can see some other big star and see you. But in America, you know, Burt Reynolds, Fire Force, Jackie Chan. But in Asia, <laughs> in Asia, Jackie Chan, Fire Force. <laughs> but I just like a what? Five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Then the, the, the audience just, Jackie, you're cheating me. But because of the poster starring Jackie Chan, but I just like a 10 minute. Yeah. It uh, doesn't work. Then later on, I, I, I realized. American is not my market. I speak no English, um, the wrong script. I don't have choice. Then I just go back to Asia. Okay, I just stay Asia. Do the best thing I can. And I, I, when I do it so, so a, a miracle, I bought 1.5 million of our equipment. I ran a lot of things. The, the, the costume from England, the, the chains from antique auction, the cars from America, from, from, I tell all my people, I want you be a golden Hong Kong golden horse. I want you to be a best dressing, best art director. I want this movie. I want to get all everything I want. That's one of your films that you're proudest of. Miracles. You're yeah. showing it at the Egyptian on Friday, yeah. Yes. When you aim up something, box office, oh, okay, no good. None of the war, then coming. So after future, I said, okay, I make movie. I just make a good movie. That's all. Then after you make a good movie, the war coming, best actor, best director, everything come. So you don't aim for anything. Rumble and Bounce, I'm not for American market, just for myself. I, my story, my experience in, in, in America, when I'm making a big bro, I, I wrote a script. It's about... Remember in the Bronx, I said, the football things and the, 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 the things. I just make for Asian, my own market. Then suddenly, wow, I try so hard to get in the American market, doesn't work. And I don't want to get in the American market, boom, Rumble in the Bronx work. Number then one. <laughs> they, bring, they bring police story come. They bring, yeah. uh, bring so nice many guy things. For yeah. Obviously, I was very, as a, as a fan of yours for years, I was very happy that you got a special Oscar last year. Oh, thank or, or you Or this so year, much. in fact. What was that experience like? When I 
here on the phone, I just don't believe it. I thought they asked me, because they speak the English so fast, I thought they asked me to present right. the Oscar. <laughs> but I said, no, there's some, somehow the English receive, are you a great, you're honored. Then after I hang up the phone, I still, what movie I get Oscar? Then I, I just don't understand. Then when the letter coming, then I realized, wow, I'm so happy. Receive the day, so happy, so exciting. After I receive, back to the hotel, put in away, another chapter, gone, finished. Then I realized all those years, what I'm doing, it's the right way. You know, when I'm making a movie, for the heart, it's not for the money. And you have to care about the children, care about the world, care about a good message. You put so many messages in the inside. Somebody we know. And after that, I'm not making a movie. I travel around the world to do a charity, helping people, helping an animal, helping so many. The Oscar is not just for what I'm doing this year, last year. It's very 57 years what I'm doing. Then I said, after 57 years, I do, I do the right things. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I first heard that you were getting the Oscar, I said to Brad, I said, that's going to be the greatest clips reel of all time. <laughs> Just so, like so, the combination of your career. It's amazing. Yes. Well, complete, listen, complete uh, me. I, I, I'm hopefully going to come and see Miracles on Friday, actually. I've never seen it on Good. the big screen. And I can't wait to see The Foreigner. And you've been one of my favorite actors. Thank life you. of many, many years. So this is such a thrill. You should see The Miracle in, in the lady shop. The, she reading a paper, seven days, one shot. We don't have enough crane the, long enough. I build the stage for four days, three days for one shot. Actually, it's from the lower ground to second floor, third floor, fourth floor, the camera goes into the window, through the mirror, see the old lady, turn around, the old lady get up, boom, tie shot on the picture. I, I, I've been create this kind of thing somehow. The actress cannot come to Hong Kong. <laughs> wow, drives me crazy. Then when, when, she, when she get up, I cut. I, no, I stay seven days, try to be a one shot, then somehow becoming a two shot. Yeah. It's still a beautiful looking movie. I've Thank only you. ever seen it on video, so I'm looking forward to seeing it on the big screen. Big screen is good. Yeah. Well, you, I know you got to go, so. Thank you. I'm Jackie, I must get a photo of you. Yeah. Not only did he get a picture with Jackie Chan, he also got a few presents. Yeah, Jackie had some presents for him. And if you go to the Talk House's Instagram, you can see those pictures there. You can also find us on Twitter, on Facebook, and our YouTube channel, where you can watch the video of full episodes recorded live at the flagship Sono store here in New York, including David Cross with Gene Gray and The Strokes' Fab Moretti, Kyle Mooney in conversation with Taron Killam, legendary hip-hop producers Prince Paul with DJ Premier, and so many more. And of course, don't forget, TalkHouse.com is the place to go daily for awesome new essays by the best filmmakers and musicians out there, not to mention playlists, video essays, all kinds of amazing stuff. Thanks to Gideon Brower for recording this conversation, and Mark Yushizumi over there giving excellent care to this podcast as co-producer and mixing engineer. Thank you, Mark. I'm Nick Dawson. I'm Ellie Einhorn. And we'll see you next time. Till then. <laughs>